Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we're going to talk about um, a case study on an event marketing case study for an event that we participated in these last couple of months. And so what it is, is we've got a very large orthopedic group that we work with that twice a year will host a conference for CEUs, um, for allied health professionals, nurses, um, athletic trainers, and they use it as an educational conference, one to um, provide CEUs out in the community, two is a great way to market the practice and get their doctors in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. So they have this event, let's say biannually, so they do it twice a year, and any um, at any one event they might have on the low end 400 people, and until recently the highest, the biggest event they'd had was about 650 folks. And so it's a pretty successful event, you get the same people over and over, and um, we've just been growing it and growing it over the years, but until this year, we felt like we had hit a ceiling. And um, then something changed this year, wouldn't you say, Corey? Oh, yeah, for sure. So we hit a ceiling. And then this year, we had, was it over 800 people that showed up at these most recent attendance? So we go from like 650, where we felt like we were like hitting the wall, and we hit over 800. And we're not, you know, at first looking at it, we're like, what is it that changed? Because we raised the price, we took away, took away some of the swag. So what is it that we did different this time, Corey, to market this event that our listeners can take away, whether they're thinking about it in terms of, you know, a doctor talk that they've got coming up, a health fair they're participating in, or maybe they do their own type of seminar. So what is it that changed this year that was different than years previous? Well, there's two big things that changed this year um, to get us over that 800 mark. I actually I want to say the the final count was somewhere close to like 870 or something like that. What? So, yeah. Um, and so from a traditional marketing side, we've always kind of we made this flyer and then we've handed it out or we've put it around the hospital or you know different clinics and things like that. Um, but but this year we made a concerted effort to actually not only ask partners. And you know, again, th- this event is for specifically uh, physical therapists, athletic trainers. Um, that's that brings probably eighty percent of the audience. So we would go to physical therapy offices that we um, partner with and send patients to, and and said, um, not only can you guys put this up, but if we send you a file, will you make sure that you send it out to all of your employees? And that seems something like that's really obvious, but it was just something that hadn't been done in the past. So just asking them not only to put it up, but then being very direct and saying, will you send this out to your employees and then following up to make sure that they did that. Um, I think that was kind of one of the, the big changes from a traditional sort of marketing side. That and I think that and I think that how many years do you know off the top of your head how many years we've been doing this event? I know that 13. we've been doing it. OK, so this is 13 years in the making. So, I mean, you have an event now that has some real legs under it and some history of being a quality event. And sometimes I find that people are just so busy 
that you don't think about these kind of fresh ideas. And so the fact that we had somebody this time that was very specific about engaging partners and why wouldn't the partners want to participate? Because they know the history of this event and they know how successful it is. So I think it's a win-win for everybody because for the partner's standpoint, this is offering educational opportunities to their employees or their partners. So it's just a win-win for everybody. And I'm glad that we took advantage of it this year and it really paid off. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's affordable for them. They need the CEU credit. So, you know, it, they, they are as motivated as anybody else to get this out there and in front of their employees. It's just a matter of reminding them and, and kind of reintroducing them to this and, and what it is just in case they, you know, because for, for 13 years, you can kind of look at it, I think, on the other side of the coin and say, oh, it's that thing again, you know, and they can just kind of, you know, they'll tape it up and then forget about it. And, you know, they might attend, but they won't push it because like you said they're busy and you know it's not top of mind but if you have someone specific that has a list and they're going through and they're checking it and they're making sure that um it's actually getting sent out and they're following up and you know they're checking everybody off their list makes a big difference absolutely and if you're making their life easy by providing them with exactly what you need they're all the more likely to participate yeah yeah definitely um, okay, so what else did you do um, different this year from a marketing standpoint? Well, the big thing that we did, I think, was from an online standpoint, and we actually used uh, Facebook advertising for this event. And um, and with Facebook, you can also you just hit a little checkbox when you're going through the Facebook ads, and you can also advertise on Instagram, which Facebook owns. Uh, so nice. Yeah. So what we did this time was we set an ad up specific to uh, Facebook, Instagram, and people that are within the Facebook like partner network. So uh, the partner network, um, if you're ever messing around on Facebook and you see an article and you click on it and it, it loads within Facebook and you're scrolling through and there's an ad like at the end of the article, that's probably because they're in that partner network. So our ad for this seminar was showing up on those articles, also in Instagram and also on the, the Facebook uh, timeline for folks. And Facebook allows for some really detailed targeting, which is really nice. So what we did was we targeted um, people in specific professions. So like, like we said, a, a bulk of the seminar attendees is made up of athletic trainers, physical therapists, occupational therapists, nurses, uh, some doctors, some DOs, uh, physical therapy assistants, et cetera, et cetera. So we were looking for anybody with those job titles, and then we... Um, Put together what's called a carousel ad on Facebook. So Facebook has a couple of different ad types that you can use. Uh, they have the single image, you can do like a video, you can do a slideshow, and you can do a carousel which is kind of interactive if you've ever seen one of those where it's a it's a big picture and then you can keep swiping left and there's like you know four or five different pictures. Have you seen those Jen? Yeah I have actually and I've um Yes, I've, I've seen them and I've gotten lost playing with them and looking at the pictures. <laughs> yeah, they work really well because I think they're you know they're a little interactive. Um, so what we did was we created this carousel ad, and then on each photo we did something from a past seminar because again we've done this for multiple years. Um, so we we said you know there's an opportunity to network with the doctors, and then we had a, a picture of you know the, some of the doctors that are going to be there. We said there's a CEU opportunity, and then we showed the crowd, you know, looking at a presentation. Said there's there's a low price, and we had a guy with uh, with his thumbs up, you know, in in the room, um, in the crowd. Uh, yeah, because we, 13 years of history gives you a lot of great photos to mark up to. Exactly, exactly. Not a lot of people put thumbs down when you're taking their picture, which is nice. Uh, and then we also had uh, something that said, you know, limited space, uh, register now, kind of thing. 
which was true because didn't we this year we we were so big that we had to switch to a larger ballroom at one of the large hotels yeah yeah with like uh just um like a week to go i think we had to switch to a larger ballroom and we actually had to turn off online registration because it was doing so well that we were literally out of space it was it was a fire hazard (laughs) which is a good problem to have (laughs) no that is a good problem to have um yeah, so we reached uh, 15,000, or actually over 15,000 of this exact audience that we wanted to target, all within Ooh. a 25-mile radius of where the seminar was going to be. So we knew that uh, there's a good chance that these people are, one, interested in what we're doing, and two, willing to drive to what we're doing, which if you're creating an event, um, I think those are two really key points you have to think about when you're targeting. So if you're doing a health fair, for instance, you don't just want to say, I want to target everyone that's 18 to 65 within 50 miles because that's just, you know, that, that doesn't make any sense because you're going to spend a, a lot of money and you're not going to reach exactly who you want to reach. So the the more uh, specific that you can be, the better your chances for success are. No, that makes perfect sense. And I think that, you know, until recently when we had social media, specifically Facebook, allowing us to go in and do this type of targeting, then it was kind of like throwing it against the wall to see what sticks. Right. But this is a great opportunity um, to take what I think companies and event planners have learned in a retail space and translate it to a consumer focused consumer kind of in a broad sense, but consumer focused event. Um, kind of learning, applying those same principles to attract an audience. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what's nice too is when you're doing this online stuff, specifically with Facebook, is uh, you get such detailed information that um, not only do you look like a rock star and like you look like you really know what you're talking about, but then you can turn around to um, the finance folks and say, you know, look, we spent X amount of dollars, it cost 30 cents a click, and it resulted in the highest attendance that we've ever had. So was it worth it? Absolutely. No. And, and, and you can it, measure that every yeah. step of the way. Every dollar can be measured. So let's start with, did we do anything with retargeting? Um, yeah, and actually this was the first time that we ever did anything with retargeting as well. So um, for those of you that don't know, essentially retargeting is um, like if, you, if you're looking at something and you don't convert into whatever that particular page is trying to get you to convert into, they'll give you an ad to kind of remind you. So I always give the example of um, like looking at, at sneakers at Amazon. And if I'm poking around and I look at reviews and I, I like one, maybe I put it in a cart, maybe I just look at it, uh, maybe save it to a list, whatever the case may be, but I don't actually buy it. All of a sudden, those sneakers kind of follow me around everywhere online. So if I'm looking at a news website, I'll see an ad for those sneakers on the right side. That's how they, they know that that's called retargeting. And so for the seminar this time, we actually did the same thing. So um, essentially, we know when people would reach the thank you page saying that they fully completed registration um, or RSVP'd for this seminar. Uh, But more importantly, we know when they don't reach that page. So what we did was we set up a specific retargeting ad for folks that went to the main um, event page but didn't actually ever see the thank you page. So we know that because they didn't see the, the, the thank you page, they did not pay and register for the seminar. So because of that, we served them another ad reminding them that space was filling fast and that they had to register before it was too late because, again, really it was going to be too late. We were running out of time. Um, and so that uh, that ad reached about 500 people, just the retargeting ad alone. And on an average, those 500 people saw the ad about six times. 
this is great stuff, Corey. This is great stuff, and it, um, hopefully it's somewhat automated now and that you've got these ad sets saved so that when we do the seminar again next year, the same one, that we can use some of these, you know, repurpose some of the things from this past year and just learn on it. I just don't know if we're going to have space large enough <laughs> for the next one if it, if it continues to grow the way that this one did. Yeah, and again, great problem to have, right? If we're running out of space, then I think we're Awesome right. problem to have. And um, being able to automate some of this stuff frees up our time to be able to do other things to tweak the event and make it even better. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it takes a few hours to set everything up and get the art right and all that fun stuff on, on the first go-around. Um, but once you have all of that in place, uh, it's actually really easy to go in later if you're going to do another one of these in a couple of months. Let's say you're practicing... Um, you know, and, and you're you're doing a health fair, so you do one every quarter. So if you can narrow your targeting and it works really well the one time, you know that when the next quarter comes up, you can actually go into Facebook and basically just duplicate your campaign, and it copies everything over, and then you just update the date and the time, your budget, your art as needed, um, and your target if you need to as well. You can tweak that even more at that point, and then press place order and then sit back and and uh, hopefully watch the RCPs roll in. That's awesome. It's good stuff. And again, it's just, you know, taking what is learned, I think, and and done all the time in the retail space and making it work for the practice and making it work in an event space and, you know, taking this information and and tweaking it so that it works with your health fair or your seminar or your doctor talk. This is easy stuff that you can do that'll really make you look different and be more successful than your competitors down the street. Absolutely. And again, one of the things that I love about it is the the numbers. You get so many different analytics and you can you can see where people are looking at your ad, what time they're looking at it, if they click on it, how often they see it. Uh, if they it's pretty scary ignore. stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's scary. <laughs> it's pretty scary. Yeah, exactly. Uh, unless you're like me, like I I'm a big fan of like like I, just take me Google whatever you want. Like just I feel the my, same yeah, way because I, I just I love it. I, like it's kind of creepy, but at the same time, I think that it I'm better off for it. You know, like I don't want to see a bunch of ads for things I don't care about. If I have to see ads, I want to see ads for stuff that is relevant to me. So you know. Bring it on! <laughs> yeah, I want I want Amazon to tell me what it is I want to buy next. Exactly right. I just I just read three three books and these two movies. So you tell me what's best, Netflix. Yeah. What else am I gonna like? Right. <laughs> awesome. This is good stuff, Corey. So congratulations on a great event, and um, I think we'll have to do another case study later on in the year when we host the second one and see if we've got similar numbers. Awesome. Let's do it. All right. So I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we will see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.